welcome to another episode of Eternal Champions. I am your shaper and host, Michael DeLeon. Joining me today around the table, we have the champion Mirthal, played by Ernie. One point all I am in one. We have Darnum, played by Vash. Guten Tag, ladies and gentlemen. And we have Valak, played by the Supreme Primordial Breaker, Mega Master, Big Daddy, Belle Delphine, Legion of Simps, also known as GP. Yo, yo, yo. Guess who's back? I mean, no, oh, yeah. I've been back, but... Oh. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> some say... <laughs> some would ask, back again? Yeah. Um, baby we'll tell back. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, let's just hop right back into it. Last we left off, the group had decided to head to the settlement of Prospero. There they spoke with a chatty bartender who gave him the lowdown of some work that was going on and maybe some sites of interest possibly to visit. Uh, while that was going on with Mirthal and Darnum, Valak and Udil, mostly Valak, um, despite Udil's protests, <clears throat> pursued this cloaked individual who did not want to be bothered and was just going on his merry way. Of course, Valak being Valak, uh, kept pestering him until it came to the point where they parted ways, seeing that he was part of a larger group. Afterwards, the group bumped into the constable, a Kiasi gentleman, who informed them of there being a bounty on these creatures that have been terrorizing the marsh lands outside Prospero. <clears throat> Later on, the group decided to pursue this bounty, where they found a series of dead bodies using Darnum's site of creation, and as well as some strange disturbances uh, attuned to the realm itself. And we concluded with you guys at the mouth of the cave, and that is where we will pick up. Who wants to take things? Uh, no, right, so. no point. Uh, um, yes. Val would take point, just in case. We don't need small man to get hurt. Yeah, that's true, darling. Not in I am darling. <laughs> you funny. That's why I like you, Mirthal. Thank you, Mel. Alright, let's get this creature. Go forward. All right, uh, remember, there's probably more than one. And mm -hmm. how many of these are we supposed to uh, take track down or dispose of? Uh, I believe as many as possible. Of course, the town wants them all gone, but we need a few for their materials. I say kill them all. If we can. Let's see what we're working with. All right, I'm going to pop the eyes of creation. And see okay. If, and see if I can, if if I remember any of those distortions, sort of like how I saw in those patches of just of like desiccated uh, areas throughout, throughout the forest we crossed, in the swamp we crossed through. And that's, you do. So, yeah. As you, are you gentlemen proceeding into the cave itself? Yes. And as you proceed through the cave, as you have the eyes of creation on Darnum, you notice that there is just death all around you, as well as the strange distortion, similar to what you noticed when you examined, not examined, but saw Mirthal's blade, where death energies, which are a part of the creation realm, <clears throat> meet with what is, you can only assume is a Bevelovian in nature, collide. There is almost like this popping of water uh, touching hot grease. Ooh. <clears throat> whatever that whatever that energy is that's that that, that strikes up that reeks of a bevelo is all over this cavern. So I'd, I'd be mindful where we step, everyone. 
Okay. Just stay, just stand behind me, just in case. Now I must ask this: Do any of you have dark vision? Yes, I do. Okay, uh, Darnum. Well, I have blind sight, up to ten feet, if that helps. On top of the um, the eyes of creation. Oh, the eyes of creation can help you with that. That's actually that beneficial. Uh, what about you, Valak? Do you have any dark vision or any sort of sight that? If I transform, I do. Okay, so are you transforming? No, not right now. Okay, so it's dark in here for you, Valak. Mm-hmm. Um, I need you to give me just a perception roll. Okay. Um, nine plus seven, oh, fifth, fifth, fifteen. Sorry, sixteen. As you're walking, um, the first few steps that you take, you not being able to see quite as well as the other party members in your group. You step on something and you know the sound of bone breaking beneath your heel. And it happens a few times. And that's when you start to realize, hmm, maybe I should be careful with my footing. And there are a lot of bones in here. So many bones on ground. You guys see that? Can you got one of you guys be my eyes? I'll just, I'll tap, um... How about I on Valak's name also? I'll tap Valak on the shoulder and let him know. <laughs> he just said my name. Valak, you, whoever you are. I got you. Yeah. Mirthal, what do your elf eyes see? No, anyway. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, so. I'm just looking at the bones, do I see if they've been affected in the, in the same way as the rest of the environment has, or is it just I see bones? You, okay, so there are bones that do have the markers on them from that distortion that you're seeing all around you. But they're also strange. Um, how well are you versed in <clears throat> the anatomy of the various different races throughout uh, Loria? Hmm. I feel like I don't think I'm going to be as well versed as someone like, say, like a ranger or someone who's actually who's actually watching flora and fauna and you know, studying different kinds of you know, species and such. It's more like, is it broken? I can tell that's broken or not. Or how did this thing die? Maybe this, you know. I could, if, when it gets to things being hurt, I'm a lot better at that. Okay. Give me a, a medicine and a nature, or a nature roll, depending on which one you prefer. Depending on which one you choose, you, it will reveal a different amount of information, or different type I'll, of information. I'll give nature a shot. Let's see. All right. Six, uh, 14 plus 6 is dirty 20. Okay. Based off of the size of these bones, from what you could see... Most of these are coming from humanoids that are roughly around anywhere from six to six and a half feet tall. So any race that is taller than that, on average, such as like Stoneborns, you don't, you don't, you would be hard pressed to find them in this myriad of uh, <clears throat> death. Okay. All right. We'll do. We'll do. Okay. This looks like humanoid bones. Not that. Not as huge as. Say you or I, Valak, but and I, I'll just look over to look over to Marathal, you know, or your height, which means uh, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, people who have attempted to do this before aren't the ones we're coming across now. Yeah, uh, I'm not that worried. DM, how tall is the ceiling? The ceiling. Let's just say, don't jump. <laughs> <laughs> You're you're fine right now as well as Darnum. Just don't jump. If you jump, you may give yourself a concussion. Um, like we're talking like how like how far do I have to jump? Literally, if you tried to jump, 
you would hit the top of your head against it. You, this this cavern is not specifically that tall. You probably have at most four inches between the top of your skull and the cavern. Oh jeez! All right, never mind. That that cuts out my idea. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's wide though. It is very wide. Uh, question. Yes. Is there anything indicating what kind of creatures with you on with like anything on the walls, like some kind of slime, residue, anything like that, or any like droppings, anything that is telling me how these creatures move where the hell they might be? So are you actively looking or are you just like trying to, you know, out of your Act periphery? Actively looking right now. So prov provide me with an investigation roll, please. You got it. Mm -hmm. uh, that's going to be a 17 17 <clears throat> easy enough with your eyes you can clearly see that there is some sort of viscous material on the wall uh, it's not fresh if you were to just base it off of its look because it mm -hmm. looks like it's congealed quite a bit but it does coat pretty much the side walls of the cavern but not the ceiling itself. All right. So does it appear that the creature will essentially be moving along the walls, or does it indicate that it would be on snore? Can I tell that? Give me a nature roll. Sure. Or wait, no, this would be sur nature or survival. Uh, new survival. Okay. And that is going to be 24. 24. Oh. So you notice immediately that the floor itself is dry but littered with bones but the walls themselves are covered in slime and knowing what you know about the sacum which is the creature that you're hunting right now mm -hmm. from what you were provided with through research in, on a bevelo as well as speaking with the breaker who is with you by the way um yes. and he's been awfully silent uh <laughs> you understand that these creatures aren't probably traversing via the floor, and that they may try to either cling to the ceiling, which they haven't done so far, mm -hmm. or the walls, obviously. Alright, uh, has some guys, the creatures, normally travel at least from what I tell, along the ceilings or maybe even the walls? So, beyond the guard, and that's really the night they're using the floors. Okay, sounds good. And you and anything to add? He looks at you, smiles. Consider this training. Understood. And you gentlemen continue forward? Yes. Yes. You continue for at least a good forty-five feet before you come to a fork in the cavern. Um you notice Mirthal based off of your previous role, and I'm assuming you're keeping an eye on the, the slime trail. Yes. <clears throat> yes. The slime trail goes dry when it's on the right side. As if it doesn't look like anything from what you could see burrowed that way recently. Okay. However, on the left, it looks like it's getting fresher. Uh, this time we got some light ones in the left. The right one hasn't been moving for a while. I recommend we know where it freshes. And Darnum, do you have your eyes of creation? Yes. Active? Okay. So as you as you traverse through this cavern, you notice that as you get deeper, the distortions 
while they kind of had like a tremor to them, they start to become a bit more stable. They're still quaking a little bit, but not quite as much as it was before. Okay. Do I notice that that, con- that pattern continues in either, dire- in either direction of the fork? It, like it continues down both. Okay. All right. Seems, seems the distortion gets a bit more stable the further we go down. Hmm. <coughs> I think we go left. I'm guessing, I'm guessing there's, uh, there's no one to tell us if there's any, anything, else, the run, anything else we could be running into besides these creatures. Considering no one's come back, so uh, yeah. I have recommended that any one of us lost our rear and chase snake try to flank us. No evidence of it, but still. Camp never hurts, and I'll just, I'll just, you know, I'll, just, I'll drop back slightly to make sure I pick up the rear, and just start scanning. Yep. As much as I'm looking forward to see what's ahead, just looking behind it, scanning the walls and just, and the, and the ceiling of the cave, if anything might be uh, trying to get the drop on us. Okay, uh, <clears throat> while you guys are walking, uh, give me a perception roll, Darnum. Uh, perception is. It's. Ooh, it's caught, though. That's on a 19. I should have lied. should have kept it. Damn it. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a 13 total. 13? You don't see anything beyond what your eyes of creation have already provided for you. You see lots of death. Not much life, and whatever this Abevalovian fingerprint is, essentially, that's been left on the land. Gotcha. All right. Uh, all clear on our, on our on my end so far. Still the usual amount of death and destruction. All right. Uh, guess we'll keep moving forward with Alec taking the lead. Okay. You continue moving forward, and as you continue moving forward, uh, who has a perception, passive perception of 15 or higher? I do. Perception? Oh, no, I have 14. Huh. Passive oh, yeah. perception? Yes. Uh, I'm here right now. I got to answer the call. I have minus 17. You have 17? Okay, yes. give me a perception roll. Okay. Oh, 15 plus uh, 7, 22. 22. In the distance, in the far, far distance, your ears twitch as you just hear the sound of something slurping, like hitting the ground hard. But that's it. Mm. I'll turn around and go to the group and tell them to, you know, keep their ears keep their ears open. If they can, if they can hear that, I'm like, you guys hear that? Darnum, you didn't hear anything. Mirthal, not not here right now. Breaker. Uh, Breaker looks at you. Doesn't say anything. Be on guard. I think that thing. I think the creature's up front soon. All right. So you see, you see, Darn just knuckles his hands up. Just, just yeah, get ready. You continue. <clears throat> you continue forward for another sixty feet. Now, this is deep into this mountain. And you find yourself in a large chamber. This chamber probably is about roughly, give or take, about 100 feet in a circular formation. And lining the walls are just what look like a series of gelatinous, mucous, membrane-like sacks. And within each of these sacks are almost a like the size of a fist, 
these green pearl-shaped objects. Hmm. Uh, how, many, how many of these sacks would you say, I guess it would be, like, I was going to say, like, chest height, but that's different for, for Valak and I. How high or how many? Like, how high? How high? I, it, I'm i trying to factor in. Uh, how tall are you, Darnum? I know Valak's about, what, nine feet, right? He's about, yeah, he's around nine and a half now. Nine and a half? How about you? Now? Oh, uh, seven, he's like seven, he's seven four. Oh, wow. Yeah, so for Valak, it's about halfway. For you, probably close to like two thirds. Okay. Because Darnum's like, he's going to reach into his pack and pull out, see, he said, he said fist size, Pearl. Mm-hmm. These like fist size green, uh, pearl shaped objects. Darn's gonna do the 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 doctor and Harvey thing. He's gonna like try and look, try to examine one of these. It 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 peels open and then something jumps on your face. No, um, <laughs> I need oh, you to give me a, need you to give me a con save. No, uh, <laughs> all of a sudden Darn looks like William Hurt. No, um, <laughs> uh, don't worry. Give it like an hour or so. It'll, it'll fall off on its own. Okay, so you're gonna go in. What are you trying to do exactly? But he's gonna examine it, you know, carefully. See okay. if it's if it's like if it's if the pearl shape is like an egg or something like a small version of something inside of it. You know, upon getting closer to it. Also, by the way, um, there is a uh, another tunnel that goes beyond this this uh, opening. And so, within the pearl sh- the pearl size or the fist sized pearl shaped object, you notice that it's actually somewhat translucent, and you notice that there's something small or several small things swimming within whatever's inside it is there a because uh, i don't know I, I, I don't know if it's going to be like a nature check or history check or something is there anything that could be like comparable to anything darnum knows what kind of creature this could be so you can you can either do an you can do a nature check to figure out what it is or you could do a history check to uh, see if maybe there's something that you can recall from the past about this. Let's try history. Okay. And that's a nice 19. 19. <clears throat> you recall nothing from Loria doing something like this of this stature, but this seems similar to how your variety, you know, your average variety garden slug leaves its eggs. They usually leave them on strings of like mucus that, you know, hundreds upon hundreds, which is what you see here. There are literally hundreds upon hundreds of eggs all in clusters. What was that? Crap out of me for a second. All over all over this cavern. In this this a hundred foot circular area. I look over the. I look. I look over the. Like glance over the. No, not even. I'll do the movie thing where like I'll like, I'll, like I'll lean my head over to where Mirafall is. Mm-hmm. Mirafall. How how um, these creatures that that we're heading at? Do they say how these things might reproduce? Uh, you have any memory at all, uh, Shaper? Give me a D one hundred roll. Uh, now send me a summon. A seven? 
So Loki's upset. Um so you're you're hard pressed to recall any information that anyone told you, but you do remember reading something about the Sacum in one of the many tomes that were in the Breaker's library while you were training in a Bevelo the past well, now it's probably more than a week ago. Mm -hmm. uh, I am running late, your honey, ring for news. Uh, Breaker, any tips? Don't I die. Remember, <laughs> that's my normal. I think we should burn it all. That's that's my thought. If this, if this is how these how these creatures tend to uh, procreate, we might need to scorch, scorch this entire cavern just to be on the safe side. Well, maybe not scorch it while we're underneath it. Well, if, mm, that is, that is true, and hopefully these creatures give us a choice. Uh, how many of these uh, sacks things are there, Mike? It's not necessarily sacks. Uh, well, the eggs themselves. The eggs, yes. Hundreds upon hundreds. And they are they're, they're about the size of a fist. And they're all kind of clustered up to each other, encased in like a mucus-like membrane. Membrane. There we go. Ugh. Well, not right now, but... I feel like before we're done, we might need to uh, do some exterminating. I think if we kill the queen or whatever creature, insect, they might die, if that makes sense. If not, on our way back, then burn them all. All right. Yes. Press forward. No, no, yes. There, okay. So you press forward down the only cavern going deeper within to the, into this <clears throat> cave. As you go forward, uh, who's who's taking point, by the way? Uh, Valak. Valak still? Right. As you journey... <laughs> Sorry, I, I, no, I, it's, it's okay. No, it's just so cute. Loki's our mascot. Um, if you're okay with that. 20 more feet into the cavern. Uh, what's your AC, by the way, Valak? Uh, 16. 16? Something smacks you in the face. Because you didn't notice it because you, you can't see in the dark. Mm -hmm. Would you like to examine what it is? Val goes, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> Upon further examination, don't worry, because... <laughs> Do I need a roll? I have uh, <laughs> your passive perception 17? Uh, yes. No. So, upon quickly seeing, like, what the hell was that that just, like, smacked you in the face? It didn't do any damage. You notice that there's, like, an arm, a desiccated arm jutting out and what looks like a bundle of dynamite. Three sticks, to be precise, wrapped with a cord and a fuse sticking out of it. Uh, and the arm is suffused into the wall. I'd be careful doing anything fire right now. I'll just, I'll just look over to where, where Valk is is, I guess, talking, emotioning, motioning towards? So, uh, with your eyes of... Are they still active? Eyes of creation? Oh, yeah. No, I'm not turning these up. This, oh, okay. This, All right. Yeah, this is my only way to see in here. So, safe to assume that they're on 24-7, unless you tell me otherwise? Yeah, I'll say okay. while we're in this cave, I'm just going to keep them on unless, unless I have to turn them off or something makes me turn them off. So, you see further. You see a corpse inside the wall, 
caught in its final moments of terror as its mouth is agape, uh, crooked, almost as if the jaw was, like, broken, and this arm, this desiccated arm, just sticking out of this wall. So you see the arm, but you also see the corpse it's attached to that's suffused into the wall. Hmm, and can I see if it, like, can I, from what I'm seeing, am I able to tell if it's, like, stuck in, like, a, like a membrane or something, or is it literally it got caught in the wall somehow? Are you looking or are you touching? Yeah, I'm going to be looking. I'm going to just do the very cautious touch. Investigation, please. All right. That's a 13 plus 19. Yes, it would seem that at one time, based off of what you've seen, as well as what Mirthal has told you about the mucus that has been lining the walls, while there isn't any mucus lining the these walls, some sort of membrane was here, and it has somewhat calcified in some way. Not necessarily calcifying like as we know it, but it is hardened. And that's what's keeping this body suffused into the wall, potentially. All right, so I'll just, I'll just, all right, be very careful. If you're feeling tempted at touching that mucus, I'd rather you didn't, because you might end up like a friend here. The looks of it, I'm guessing he was gonna try and he's gonna try and a last ditch effort to get rid of the rest of his eggs. Is it possible to try and remove the dynamite? Oh yeah, absolutely. How are you gonna try to do that though? Hmm. Like I'll just like try my hands to test to see how like how fastened it is to his hand and or the arm to the wall. And if anything, I'll just reach in my bag and get some get something to try and cut just literally just cut the dynamite away from his hand. So are you trying to peel the fingers off? You will, yeah, we'll start there. Give me, give me an athletics roll. Oh, jeez. Oh, I should be good at this. <laughs> oh, I'm good. 18 plus six, 24. You didn't realize how strong you were doing it, but you, you peel the finger off, but as you do, you snap the finger, like, literally fully backwards. So now the finger's bent completely backwards, and you continue doing this for the other fingers, and now you have a bundle of dynamite. Specifically, if you wanted to break it down, it's three separate sticks tied together with their fuse conjoined together by another string. So. so yeah, like, as, I, as I'm breaking it, I'll just look back at the corpse in the wall to see if it reacts in any way. Nothing. This guy is dead. Well, it's a good thing this guy is dead. And I'll, and, I'll, and I'll hand this, and I'll hand the dynamite over to Valak. Valak is smiling. He's like, <laughs> "I, I teach you how to break arm next time. I like that." Oh. Valak, are you gonna try to show him how to break an arm? <laughs> <laughs> I, n- next time, I'll show you real easy. <laughs> I was expecting Valak to rip the arm out of the wall. <laughs> I can. Oh, I'm gonna show you. Oh shit. <laughs> We were we were almost gone. Are you actually gonna do it? <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Okay, I, I'm just asking. Okay, so uh, give me a uh, <laughs> give me an athletics roll. All right, thirty three. You rip that arm off, and as you rip the arm off, you pull the body forward. It breaks through some of the calcified mucus or, or lining that's on the wall, and the body just like falls slumped out. But you rip the arm off as well, so the body slumps onto the floor revealing this small alcove about the size of this individual. And you see little bits and pieces, Darnum, and Mirthal, of more bodies that are within this wall. Oh. Yeah, and oh. then I, uh, like, uh, 
a pantry for the creatures for that moment turn. Uh, you can be a survival role if you want to check. Sure. Why not? Uh, you're an E20. Ooh. So, your memory is starting to come back to you. You remember bits and pieces about the Sakem, and you have a little bit of a flashback of the Breaker talking to you about them, just nonchalantly, about the various different flora and fauna that can be found throughout Abevalo, and how, one, these creatures were created particularly by uh, Sithis, mm -hmm. and, <clears throat> and that he made them, or it made them, rather, in its image, but smaller, of course, and not as powerful. Mm -hmm. And that they tend to, what they do is they'll incapacitate their prey with neurotoxins and then store them for times of fam, like where they would be hard-pressed for food, if need be. And then whatever surplus there was, they would eat on the spot. I explain on that new group. Lovely. Sorry, come back to me. Of course, I was saying the uh, ruinous power is the name, of course. Right, That's right. Clear. <laughs> uh, if you want, it's Leviathan of the Black Lake. So. Yeah, the oh. Leviathan of the Black yeah. Lake. I say it's keep moving forward. Yep, well, me on the running. Now that we tamper with the food, they should be uh, running for some fresh meat. So... You continue down this long and narrow, uh, <clears throat> narrowing uh, corridor. As you do so, Marathal, you notice that it goes from being completely calcified to fresh, and so does Darnum, fresh mucus, just literally as if it's just falling off the wall like a, like a waterfall, almost. They're close. Uh, just trying to get rid of some of it. I'm going to try something that probably won't work. Pressing the sensation to try to clear up some of it. As you cast press a digitation, you clear it up, some of it, mm -hmm. to the best of the ability of your spell or your cantrip. But it's so flowing that it just winds up cascading that clean spot that you just cleaned. It winds up getting covered again. Um, um, all right. Now, does it have like, any kind of magical property to it? Uh, how are you going to examine that, if possible? Well, and it doesn't give off like, any kind of weird shimmers or anything, oh, or does no. it show up weird in Arnhem's eyes and creating nothing common on it? So for Darnum, which you see, you see more of those distortions, but those distortions are solid, and what you see also is where Mirthal doesn't see any sort of differentiation in the color of this mucous membrane compared to what other viscous liquids would look like. Mm -hmm. This one very much has that same lovium color to it. It's, just, it's, it's hard to describe. It's flowing like the mucus before, but this is... I would say it's close to lovium as anything else I've ever I've seen thus far. I mean, what makes sense if it's a uh, smaller version of the body than it that late. Um... I'm going to reach out and see, not touch it physically, but like, try to see if maybe I can break it. As you uh, go. I'm going to say as he's reaching out, I'm going to like, I'm going to like put a hand out to stop Mirthal and then hand him, uh, hand him one of my unlit torches instead. Okay. Yeah, I ignore the torch and I try to break it without actually touching it. 
you stick your hand out, you're ignoring Darnum's torch, mm -hmm. and you try to break it, but nothing happens. Okay. Then I take the torch and try to uh, give it better look. Okay. Now, how close is the flame to this mucus? Well, I'm going to say maybe five feet away. Okay. Based off of the proximity, the mucus begins to rapidly harden, where the flames are close to it, as opposed to the rest of the mucus that is around. And fire is our friend. So, fire works. It hardens out the mutants at the very least. Are there any more that we need to plug up? Uh, at the moment, no, but it might be soon. Okay. Uh, they're getting closer at the very least because this is a lot of mucus and it's fresh. And uh, do I see any creatures at all or anything like that? Give me a perception. You got it. That is going to be a 14. You don't notice any sort of creatures, but you do notice that there is a certain flow to the mucus that isn't on the walls, particularly that on the ceiling. Um, it's viscous enough not to drip down, but it also seems like it's going further deeper into this cavern. Well, further ahead it is, and uh, as we go, I'll take the towards that northern gate, we will cast by the mucus that we have forward. Okay. That and, way, in theory, if they try, if we have a retreat, if they have a harder time going through. As you are proceeding, as soon as the flame leaves it, there is an abundance of the mucus that it actually goes over the calcified mucus. Uh, never mind, that won't work. Here's your torch, Matt Norton. Sorry about that. But it is calcifying as you're going along, so you do leave like a small line, but it just gets replaced by fresh mucus. Yeah, yeah. I would say hang on to it. Maybe and on the other chance that uh I would prefer to have my hand free to move my weapon. I guess I'll just hold on to the torch then. And hold you on. gentlemen give Valak the torch. I can't see that wall. Oh. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Enjoy. And you gentlemen continue forward? Yes. Okay. As you continued forward, you guys are unabated by anything. And you find yourself in, a, again, a smaller opening. This one roughly about 65 feet, as opposed to the 100-foot diameter. In here, however, you do not see any sort of sacks at all. But what you do see is a series of small burrows that don't fully go into the uh, the walls of this surrounding cave. All right. Uh, anybody have any oil on them? Uh, I do. Oil? Yep. Why don't we throw the oil at those holes in the wall and then we'll line it from afar, make them come at us. I could just also fireball. Um, 
I don't want to film the cave on us. You knew that that made me something smaller than a fireball? No. <laughs> so, so let's try doing a more controllable fire and then Laura's a snowman. Well, I would say if we're going to do that, at least we should maybe get a spot where we can at least funnel them towards us so we're not ambushed from behind if anything happens. Well, if I'm understanding, right, it's all in front of us, It's all around. So in this oh, chamber, yeah, so there's, an, and there's another cave that goes even further deeper in. All oh. around, this is about 65-foot uh, diameter in this Jeez. opening, right? And there are small little burrows. Um, you can't see how far they go. But there are small little burrows, probably around the size of uh, an average human torso, right? Someone who's around five feet tall, maybe. Um, just all pocked all over the walls of this cavern. Mm -hmm. This part of the cavern, at least. Okay. Uh, I never mind why I said. Yeah, we mind it for. Maybe we'll find a romantic point. But be on guard, though. There's a lot of these around the walls. Do I see anything any in the hole? I'm gonna try and keep a constant visual. Are you gonna get close to them, or are you just from where you are? Uh, medium distance to them, just because if I have for you, I attack from afar. Perception roll. Sure. And Darnum, what about you? You doing anything? Natural seven to that makes me twelve. I don't want the natural one at first. So. Oh. I was gonna just keep up, just keep my eyes peeled. I'm also take up the rear, just keep track and see if anything might be coming from behind us as we're trying to move forward, especially down with the burrows. Okay, so Mirthal, you mm -hmm. can't quite make out anything for these burrows other than the fact that they're they're burrows. Uh, it, you get to see as far as your dark vision allows you, and then it cuts mm -hmm. out. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Valak? What are you doing? Anything before continuing forward? Nope, continue forward. Okay. You folks continue forward. And as you continue forward, this is where the mucus actually begins to now start to drip down from the ceilings and it's cascading. And now it's actually touching the floor. Uh, depending on how you folks traverse this part of the cavern, uh, may determine a few things. Are you, what's your formation exactly? Uh, I guess let's say a Triangle formation. Okay. Valak's in the, I guess, taking point. Valak's in the point. I'll be on the right side, or the one on the left, and the breaker right behind the triangle. Mm -hmm. Breaker, Breaker's tailing you guys. Um, okay. <clears throat> so, Valak, you're fine. Uh, occasionally, I don't know how your character would feel. Wait, does Valak have hair? I never bothered to ask that. Uh, no. No? Okay. So, occasionally, ever so often, there are like loogies, like massive loogies of mucus going down the side of your face, touching your head, just dripping from the uh, ceiling of this cavern. Oh, he's getting irritated, though. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, Darnum and Mirthal, as you guys are traversing, you notice that there's almost like an adhesive-like quality to this uh, mucus. Would you like to still continue walking in it, or... Would you like to follow in Valak's footsteps? I'll probably start following Valak's footsteps. And I'll uh, try to clean off, you know, as much as I can with pressing this and saying that whatever old rats I have on me. 
Okay, easy enough. Every time you cast Prestidigitation, you clear off Valak. So as soon as Valak gets, it touches you, it gets cleaned off as if it was never on you whatsoever. And whatever was on you before is gone too. So you're, you're still clean, Valak. Actually cleaner than you've actually ever been in your life. <laughs> Valak is like, you smell that? Is that me? <laughs> I've never smelt clean me before. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, uh, Darnum, how about you? What are you doing in this instance? Um, I would say, considering how much is dripping, uh, dripping on that, I'm going to just look up and see if I can possibly spot where the mucus is flowing from, from, from the ceiling. Uh, with your eyes of creation, you see a little further into the wall are these about probably, I want to say, two and a half feet long wriggling creatures inside. Not in the mucus, but inside further deeper into the stone above oh. you guys. Well, I think I found I think I found where our uh, where our quarry is happening to be positioned right now. The bad news is they're already in the walls. Ah, <laughs> uh, so you're saying this whole cave needs to go. Gotcha. Just the whole cave just gone. Alright, cool. I don't think we have the we don't have quite the firepower to take down an entire cavern system like um, this. No. Well, you're, you you're said they're in the war. You're in the Where is that? Can you point it to me? I'll just like push my push my arms to like over across the scene where I'm spotting each of them, but they're they're fairly deep inside with only the, with only the mucus there squeezing and dripping out. About. So they're, so they're not aware of us yet, but they are. How they are far away? Us. How far away from the holes are they? You're gonna take. About how like how, how like how far would I be able to guesstimate on this? Uh based off probably about three feet into the stone. Dude, about uh, three feet deep. And you know right. this is solid rock too. Yep, solid stone, so it's not exactly. So they they did they did some work to dig, to dig into these. All right, so Shaper. Yes, sir. I have a new spell. Mm-hmm. That I believe as a player may work. You oh. may not think so. No, go ahead. So, it's called uh, Circle of Death. Okay. Spirit and energy ripples out from a 60 foot mirror from a point within my range. And they will all have to make the constitution saving throw. It doesn't say that, you know, cover with random anything, it doesn't go to all a 60 foot radius. Is there like a depth to it at all, or no? A what? Is there, uh, it's, it's a 60-foot radius, so a 60-foot circle. Okay, um, yeah, you could do so. You set the position in a way, which is possible, uh, that it won't... Um, hit my allies? Hit your allies. Also, since you can't see them, you would need Darnum's assistance. Yeah. This. So, Darnum, show me exactly where they are. I'm going to try and shadow this spell up there. And so, Darnum does his best to point out exactly where he sees these these worm-like or well now slug-like actually um creatures in the earthen uh cave and you cast your spell so i take my sword and i basically draw a quick circle in the ground mm -hmm. stab into the ground and this black energy envelops it i then take the sword and I slash it up towards that point okay and the slash turns into a small, tiny pearl. A real that ball, and then it flows into a circle. Okay, you you managed to get about ten of them. There are okay. there are, there are more, 
but you managed to get about 10 of them. Uh, how much damage? I, do they I have need to, to make a uh, constitution saving throw. Oh, okay. I, have to, I got a little ahead of myself. I was expecting a different encounter. Um, <laughs> ah! No. Oh, yeah. I'll use the other dice. <clears throat> okay. Uh, that's going to be just a uh, 17. 17 point? Yes. So they succeed. Okay. Uh, so they take half damage, so half of 25. Okay. So they each take about 12. Is it a certain type of damage? Uh, necrotic. So okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, as the void energies in Darnum, you watch this through your eyes of creation, strike these creatures. They wriggle violently. And... Actually, these creatures aren't intelligent enough to perceive something like that. So, no. Uh, so they actually just wriggle chaotically in the stone walls, burrowing all over the place. Uh, let me see. This is what you're seeing, Darnum. Okay. No, 24? No. They wriggle in every other direction but the ones that, uh, but yours. So, again, these creatures you can assume have terrible sense of direction, Darnum. Uh. At least for what they can't see. From, well, you, you sent them all into a bit of a frenzy, but thankfully they are hardly adept at figuring out where where we are, so I think we're fine for now. Yeah, but you've done some damage. Hopefully that hurts them enough where we uh, finish them all. Um, do I have anything else I can do? Hmm. Alright, yeah, yes, I have other spells that I try, but we are probably better off seeing them. Um, oh, did that make noise, by the way? Yes, kind of up to you, it doesn't say, hold on one second, let me uh, read something. I mean, there was some vermal as I chanted to cast a spell. Okay. But uh, it's a way more way energy. I'm not assuming it's a mate sound. It's up to you. How loud were you chanting? a sudden sound. Uh, I'm going to try to alert them. So, so just regular speed? No. Regular yeah. chanting? Okay. Mm -hmm. um, okay. That's it. All right. Uh, what would you like to do, Darnum? Valak? Uh, I'm guessing considering... I don't know if we're moving forward, but if we're not, I'm just going to stand on guard and wait for Knowing where they are, see if any of them wise up and just try to make their way out. But if not, just the hall of hopes. We'll just go moving. forward. Okay. Everyone's proceeding forward? Yes. Yep. All right. As you continue forward, you come across what looks like the largest of the caves. It's about 300 feet in diameter. And... What you see before you, and there's a little bit of light trickling in from a small hole in this ceiling. What you see are strange humanoid creatures, their legs gaunt, necks snaked out, almost like, um, uh, Evil Dead 2, uh, Dead by Dawn, um, <clears throat> Professor Nobi's, uh, wife, when she goes into that strange, like, snake-necked form, their spine, the ridges of their spine poking out of their back, their arms just as long as their legs, their bodies emaciated, skin semi-transparent, whatever left of humanity clinging to their form, very hard to discern, except for in their faces that still have 
rows of crooked, gnashing yellow teeth, missing their noses completely, eyes shot, uh, bloodshot red. There are four of them in this room right now, and before them is a large, slug-like, green gelatinous monstrosity that seems to have a series of, we'll say, biotubes coming from it and something pumping out of it and into the walls themselves. I'll try to whisper to, to, to Nerfall. No. Oh, and this... these things are the thing we're supposed to kill originally? Oh, and by the way, this thing is... takes up a third of the, the chamber. Oh. How, how tall is it? It's hard to tell because it's kind of like... like it's horizontal. Okay. So... If if we're going off of height, it's taller than you, Valak. Hmm. I didn't actually think about that. I just thought about its length, not its height. Um, but yeah, it, it's definitely taller than you. Uh, wouldn't this mean like the matriarch? Uh, would you like to give a remembrance roll? Yes. Okay, roll a d100, good sir. That is a, me, a nun. <laughs> Based off of what you recall before, you don't remember there being any sort of hierarchical structure to the sacum. You do remember, though, that you could have swore you read that they were hermaphroditic. Oh, okay. So in that case, this might mean a reader or something else. I'm not sure. Um... That's a new thing to learn that you are present all? Not from what you could tell. And the creatures, despite you being able to get a pretty good look at them, um, don't seem to be paying you any mind as of yet. Well, you guys want to hit it all at once? Try and get jump on it? Oh, darn him. I apologize. Um, beneath this creature you see what looks like a sphere of some kind of that concentrated distortion. And unlike all the distortions you've seen, this one is stable. We got a solid distortion right... Is it, can I tell if it's like just under the creature itself or like under the ground? It's under, the, like how, like, under the ground. So yeah, about... Uh, like, how, like how many feet would you say? Probably about three to four feet. So like, all right, so... We, Whatever we do, we should be careful. Whatever that distortion is, like the rest of the swamp, there's mm -hmm. a huge, there's a bit of there's a sphere right under this thing, about about three to four feet under this under this thing. So if we're gonna do something big, we gotta be careful. Hmm. Maybe it's a portal. Maybe that's how they got here. Uh, Considering it's under under this under the under the rock, they might I mean, use it to make sure to conceal it as well. True. Well, and yeah, I might be able to bring it. Uh, we should, maybe we should deal with our um, misshapen friends first. Well, shall we hit it all at the same time before it notices us? I'd say right, so how do you want to time. do this? Alright. On the tower three, we hit it. Alright, so so before we before we say we're gonna do the plan, everyone, <laughs> let's uh let's let's, let's clarify for the listeners at home and me, uh, exactly how we're gonna do this. <laughs> So I'm going to quickening cast Saturn Smite right before I attack, and then I'm going to run up to it and hit it as hard as I can. 
right when I yell three. And we're hitting, hitting, and you're hitting the 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 slug thing or the the weird the weird broken up dudes. The slug thing. I'm assuming that's the main. Between you and it are those four misshapen human weird things. Just gonna put that out there. Oh, I I assume yeah to it. Okay, I I'm just I'm just oh no I know I'm just saying just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I mean unless you. Yeah, I'm gonna really hit Miss Slothing. And if I have to, I'll get out in there fast. I can get in there quick, too. I'll go right, over there. I don't know if you guys have a way to reach it, but I'm gonna try it getting out in the way as fast as possible. Alright, in that case, I guess it'll be up to the rest of us to deal with um, to deal with this, whoever these things are before they stop you from taking, taking out that slug. So we'll... Oh, then I'm going to chance I'm going to right on top of it and smack with everything I have. All right, so then I guess I'll take two. And how close are these four? Are they, like, bunched up together? or They're, they're like flanking right They're flanking it on two sides. Uh, so, so there's two on two on each side. Okay, so I can reach two of them. From where we are, how far away is the slump creature? You guys are in the mouth of the, before you enter the chamber. Uh, you guys are about, you have a good... I want to say 150 feet to 200 feet from it. Okay, no problem. 150, right. 150, yeah. Right. I know what um, I'm here's, a, here's a thought. Here's yes. a question. Are you able to bound multiple people together? Or if just you're hold on to me, it's saying to no extra. Okay, if that's the case, Am you're I know extra over there. Yeah. You can bound us all there, and then we all just break off and start hammering things. Uh, Shaper, I'm not talking out my ass, right? Yeah, you can. No, you can. You can. Okay. You can take him. You've been. Remember, you trained to do that. So, I'm but again, be. it does take out. It takes a lot out of you. So, if you constantly try doing it over and over, that's when you have to start doing con rolls and so forth. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be doing once without issue. More than that might be a problem. So, have a way to get out there and think that Harry, okay? All right. So, I'll say. See, how far away are they? The creatures or the slug thing? The creatures. The creatures, they're about 100. They're a little closer okay, to you, so but the slug creature is about 150. All right, so I can, oh. all right, so I can, I can get to the, I can get to at least two of them without any assistance. Okay, so here's that, the plan, right? On three, y'all won't hold on to me. We hit the slug, and then Darnum didn't hold off no two, and me and Mal will try to finish the slug before the other one become a problem. I'll click. I'll click my boots of speed and just let that and just feel the rush of energy. Uh, All right then, Mirthal, how are you hitting a slug? I'm gonna teleport us there. But what are you doing? Like, how are you hitting it? <laughs> yeah, that's way I know how. And I hold up my short. Trust me. Okay. Uh, Valak will take out his uh Lothian great sword. Okay. All right. On the count of three, fellas. One. Break and you come in and you uh, same back there. You see the breaker just just sits leans back against the wall, right? Then he realizes there's slime on. He's like, oh gross. And then he just crosses his arms <laughs> as if he's just like just he gonna watch to you be guys. Cool. Yeah, he tried I, to be I, cool. And he's like, ah shit, I forgot there was slime on there. Gross, gross, gross. <laughs> I give him a smile. Not it training. Both me all grab on. One. Right, two. Grab on. I hit the, I hit the, like a two, I hit the, the flash three points dance ready to board the Oh, and, to just rush yeah, towards yeah. the first two. Yeah, and the deal inside. Right as I bound, I'm casting some bonus action, even though we're not in combat or Saturn's might. It's 
consider this a surprise round, essentially. Okay. Or not even a surprise round. Surprise until the first person makes the first hit. Got you. And we okay. land right next to the slug, and I'm swinging with and I have. So, and yeah, right there, and, and with that, we're taking our first break. And you guys all die. No, we're taking our first break. We'll be back in a few minutes, folks. <laughs> and we're back. Okay, so, Mirthal, you bounded to this slug-like creature in a flash, carrying your two companions with you along the way, flanking your left and your right. Um, what is your course of action right now. I'm bringing down the main drum slayer. Okay. Wah, as hard as I can across this creature. Give me an uh, attack roll. With advantage. Question. Yes, okay. Was that your question? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 20 sister hit? Um, I think that hits. Okay, and uh, of course I'm adding Elder Smite on top of all on this stuff, plus okay. the Saturn Smite. So here we go. The slashing damage is going to be 11. As your blade makes contact, the edge of your blade itself seems to rebound off this creature. All right. My anti going through the Lumen Blade, which is thunder damage, mm -hmm. is going to go off. Uh, I that down. That is going to be. That ain't going to be 11 thunder damage. Okay, unlike the blade, you see the thunder damage take its full concussive force into this gelatinous creature, reverberating it, kind of moving like a uh, like a waterbed or like a slow-moving jello. And now you said 11? The, yeah, 11. Okay. And now the acid damage from the blade as well goes off on it. As you swing down, the acid itself does no effect. It actually seems to bolster the creature's uh, gelatinous hide, absorbing it into the creature. Okay. And in that case, the uh, sanity damage from the Saturn Smite and Melania Cell goes off. Okay. And that is going to be six. six. That's going to be 15 points of sanity damage. You do 15 points of sanity damage. And then from the smite, that's going to be 5d8 of force damage. Please roll good, sir. And that is going to be 32 points of force damage. Okay. As before, like the concussive force of the uh, booming blade, this force damage actually sinks in. You actually see it travel. You see ripples and bubbles form in this creature, popping left and right until it reaches the other side, making a small little hole that quickly seals up. All right. That's my first attack. Okay. Uh, I need you all to give me a dexterity saving throw. All right. Done. As the creature reacts to this Ooh, assailment. Uh, okay. That's going to be a 17 for me. So, uh, Shapers, just to be clear, acid doesn't work, and slashing acid work. And, acid and slashing had no effect, okay, as so far as you I can see. Even, so for patient I rolls, I'm only even more rolling those. Okay. But the other, the thunder and the force actually fully worked on this creature. Okay. And the sanity as well, right? Oh, the sanity, correct, yes. 
Okay. You said deck saving throws, Mike? Yes, yeah. deck saving throws, please. Okay. Uh, I have advantage, by the way. Oh, perfect. So I have the danger sense trait. Nice. Go ahead. Alright, let's see first roll. Oh god, that was eight. What the fuck is oh, eight plus? Dexterity? Mm-hmm. Oh, that was bad. Alright, was... <laughs> right, let's see the next one. Oh, the save is eighteen, by the way. Okay. The goal. So, Mirza, uh, what'd you get? I got a 17, so I oh, Okay. Uh, Darnum? Oh, Six. by the way, before I bring it as, is the creature huge or larger? Oh, it, it's it's humongous. It's it's You're talking about a creature that's about 100. Uh, yeah, about 100. It takes up a third of this 300 okay. uh, foot diameter. Because when you use Elder's Smite, mm -hmm. if the target is huge or smaller, you uh, have a chance of not in prone. Oh no! These things are one. It's on the ground already. Technically speaking, you just knock okay. it. You knock it outside, and it's much larger than huge. <laughs> okay, no problem. Yeah. <laughs> I, I also thought we were hitting at the same time. We are. Well, Mirthal, Mirthal was the first one to hit, so his hit immediately alerts it, and it does a defensive reaction to it. So it uses its. It's burning its reaction right now. So Mirthal okay. seventeen. Valak, what'd you get? Twelve. Twelve. Darnum. Sixteen. That was okay. with advantage. You will... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, so that's going to be two, four, uh, seven, eight points of piercing damage. And now I need you guys all to make a con save. The score for eight this points. one is 15. So eight points of piercing damage. And you said con save. 15 uh, is the score. I failed. I got an eight. Ooh. You said con save, right? Con save of 15, correct. Yeah. Okay, so I'm good. 15. Barely. Okay, what about you, Valak? Valak should have this. He's a barbarian. You got this, bro. You got this. I believe in you. Someone's got to tell us. Wait, what's the... Uh... 15 is the dice save. Constitution. Constitution saving throw. Oh, my constitution says I'm 16. Nice. No, your con save, not your constitution itself. So oh. when you look at your saves, it should have con and then plus a certain number. So then you roll and you oh. add that to it. Oh, shit. Damn, it's plus eight. All right, 17. Oh, you're fine. <laughs> yeah. So you, I, you... I, I looked at three and I was like, damn, 12 again? Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. So as Darnum and Valak shake off whatever this this was. Oh, by the way, what happens is um it shoots out these... Out of seemingly nowhere, the 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 gelatinous form hardens, almost like the uh, calcified walls that you saw, and mm -hmm. juts out like a like a sea urchin, a bunch of barbarous spikes, oh. and they stab you. And then, unfortunately, Mirthal, you are now under the effects of some sort of strange hallucinogenic that now brings to life one of the worst memories of your life. So you are now Ooh. reliving, and each turn. You can make a wisdom saving throw, and if mm -hmm. you succeed the wisdom saving throw, you can break free from this strange toxin. Okay. Uh, ooh. Nice. So, uh, I'll let the surprise round still continue after you guys were hit. Um, um, <clears throat> technically, it's not a surprise. You had but... some immunity, but only Mirathal knows them, right? Correct. Uh, I would oh, say if you were paying attention, you would know slashing and acid had no effect on this Okay, creature. slashing and acid. Okay. Yeah. Oh, quick question. What kind of damage did that do? The, 
the, oh, the, the, the barbs? The, the, yeah. Oh, it just did a piercing damage. That's oh, it. damn it. Yeah, okay. it just did piercing. I was hoping it was poison damage. No, it wasn't poison damage. The the poison was technically a hallucinogen. It's not uh it's not like doing like a DOT or anything to you. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. It's making you trip balls. <laughs> oh no, I'm tripping off acid. Right. No, <laughs> uh so who is next in that chain? I don't think we even rolled. I think was I next? I was secondly hidden. Yeah, because yeah, I would say it's probably it was probably um Mirathol, Valak, and the Breaker, since he he bounded you bounded you with him. Well, and, he break, and then he didn't come. Yeah, the breaker's chilling. He he tried to act all cool, and he got the slime on him. Yeah. Oh, I thought you yeah. both went. So it's probably no, going to be. You, I, you say, were, you're, I thought you were coming too. That's why, darling. Sorry, and I apologize, uh, Mirthal. I do believe you technically had an extra attack, technically. Yeah, I knew. So, but, since you're yeah. under the effects of the hallucinogen, what are you? I guess we'll use this time to see what are you seeing. I'm seeing the day my wife was telling uh, in front of me. Okay. And how are you reacting to that? Like, what? They you, don't see what you're seeing, but they see. You can see pure rage. I'm slashing at the people stabbing her to death. All right, give me an attack roll with disadvantage against this creature, because I still want you to get that extra attack. I don't want it to go to waste, potentially. Uh, and then it's going to be a twelve. Unfortunately, the twelve does not hit. All right. I somehow whiff against the creature. But okay. what you see is you think you hit something, but instead you hit one of maybe the assailants that was uh, attacking your betrothed, or rather your wife. Mm -hmm. Um, who was next in that chain, Darnum or Valak? I would say Valak since he's he was right next to um, Mirathal when he bounded bounded you guys bounded you over because I okay. was going after the uh, the uh, sp this spony, spiky bony dudes. Okay. Uh, Valak, what would you like to do? Okay. Um, so Valak is gonna use his uh, the Lothian Great Sword, mm -hmm. and I I also have uh, extra attack. So okay, go ahead. I will be doing the first attack, obviously. Go ahead, give me the attack roll. Yep. Uh, okay, seventeen plus twelve, twenty nine. Uh, yeah, I think you hit. I just want to make sure. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what it's like. It's it's. Well, Mirthal hit with a twenty six. So. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Make sure. Imagine any misses. No. <laughs> that would be messed up. Yeah. No, it's like, oh, now the AC just rose because of bullshit. Yep. <laughs> Random bullshit. <laughs> you dare to try something? Guess what? It's even harder now. I'm gonna punish you for being a. No, go ahead. Yep. <laughs> oh, but you were slick, didn't you? First attack hits. Gone. Uh, roll for damage. Uh, now I must say, your Lovium greatsword, is it only slashing damage? So, it is, I'm looking at it right now. It is uh, slashing, but it also does annihilus damage. <clears throat> okay, so the slashing, it's immune to. So, whatever okay. slashing damage, don't worry about rolling for it. Uh, roll for the annihilus, and it takes half of that. Okay, and it says that I have two uh, plus two bonus to attack and damage rolls made with this magic weapon. Yeah, so add plus two to whatever your Nihilus roll is. and Okay. It said 2d6 plus seven is the original Okay. Uh, damage. So. Well, that's for the... S yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. All right, one, uh, three plus seven, that would be ten. So um, you said cut that. What's Does that cut in half? Yeah, that's cut in half. 
so that's five, five. Then plus two. Okay, so seven points of damage. Well, actually, you would add it all together, but that still comes out to what seven? Anyway? Seven, yeah, yeah. And then it's a nihilist damage, so yes. I don't know what it has. If it's immune or not to that. No, oh, it's it's resisted to it, so that's why it was cut in half. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and you said you have an extra attack. Yeah, Valak noticed that <clears throat> the uh, the damage didn't do that much. Um, he will uh, now. Can I switch to my other sword? Uh, that would take an action to switch to your to wield your not your sword but your what was it um your hammer the devastator sword <laughs> right is that what you're referring to yes different... yeah that would take an action so you would be able to do it right now I would say you could use a bonus action but that would break your extra attack okay well, we're gonna just gonna attack again so okay <clears throat> oh my god twenty uh twenty three yep that hits. 2d6, 5, plus 1 is 6, plus 7, 13 plus 2 is 15, cut in half. Is it rounded down or up? I'll round it up for you guys, so minus 8. Uh, so it's 8 damage. Yeah. So that's 8 damage. So mm -hmm. without noticing, I'll use the bonus action to switch to the... Uh, uh, yeah. All right. You notice that the Lovian Greatsword that he got didn't work as much. And it's so not necessarily the Lovian Greatsword. It's just the yeah. slashing damage. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's not the sword that he knows. Yes. He knows that it's just not effective against that one right now. So, uh, so that's moving on now to Darnum. What are you doing, good sir? So the moment the, the moment they all bound is when I take off going for the the first two of those uh, four guards. Bony things that are there. Yeah, gotcha. So as a matter, of, I'm just trying to get there before they can react to what 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 we'll say. Alec and Rithal are doing for for all our phantasm friends. We'll call them the tall man, the tall men. Ooh, the tall man. All right, the tall man. We'll take care of. I'll take care of Angus Grimm. I'll take care of boy. I'll take care of Angus Grimm and his friends. Yes. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, what are you doing, sir? So I'm gonna just rush over there because I have a hundred feet in movement just to okay. run there and get to them. And I'm going to attempt to use the Unwasted Potential to change these attacks. Okay. Uh, so, so good. Oh, yeah, no, you're, you're I was going to say, for the first roll, um, give me a first for the attack roll. All right. For the first roll. Oh, that means you're killing some primes from the magic, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, even better. I not, against, not against the slug anymore, but against the tall men. Yeah. Tall men? I hate you. <sighs> Sorry. All right. That's going to be... <laughs> That's going to be 22 the hit for the first oh, one. That definitely hits. So that's going to be... Hang on. I should, I should have grabbed all the dice ahead of time. So it's going to be one... Although for the first one, it's going to be 5d6. For that first attack, so that's going to be 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. So that's going to be 5, 11, uh, uh, 11... 16, no, sorry, 11, 15, 17, 20, plus 4, 24 points. Oh, plus plus the lightning damage, I do, thanks to the, to the, um, to the unwasted potential weapon. Mm -hmm. That's going to be an additional 2 8. So, wait, 5, 11, 15, 17, 20, 20 points of, of the, the bludgeoning damage. Plus an additional three points of lightning damage. Mm -hmm. So that first one, 
and I'm going to use a key point, the stunning strike deck, to make that a stunning strike. Uh, don't waste your key point because upon... So what happens is your body turns into pure... For an instant, it becomes pure storm energy. And you strike this first guy. And as you strike this first guy, he erupts into a cloud of just straight red mist. <laughs> <He's>... <laughs> uh, so you're you're hopping to the next one. Yeah, the one the next one. So basically, it's just lightning bolt turns mm -hmm. back into Jonathan with a fist extended. Just pretty much Gohan punching through a cell junior. Okay. So give me and another attack roll. He's gonna go through the other attack roll, still in that same motion as if he's like in it. So the next one, still with advantage. Okay, that's nineteen plus. So that definitely hits. Yep. That. Yep. Less, so it's going to be 46. So that's 10, 20, 24 again, plus an additional 24 bludgeoning with an additional 10 points of, of lightning damage. Oh, it's, so that's it's second it, one. the second one. Poof. Red mist again. You're getting covered, by the way, in this. This It smells terrible. It smells like rotten fish um, upon being just bathed in this red mist as you're going through and then to chain it, I have to go to the slug. Yes. So the next one would be against the slug, but that's going to be just a regular attack. Because it's, it's no longer a surprise. Yes, it's well aware that it has company. <laughs> not that it matters. 16 plus. 16 plus what? Uh, 16 plus it is 8. So eight. 24. Yes, you hit. <clears throat> All right, that's one die less. And I've been building, I got two charges so far. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's eight, nine, twelve points of bludgeoning damage, but my keen power strikes counts my unarmed strikes as magical in terms of dealing with resistance and immunity. So your fist sinks into this creature. The oh, force and an additional thirteen points of lightning damage. Okay, so what's the total damage? Uh the twelve, thirteen, twenty-five points total. Okay. Your fist sinks in and you just see storm energy just ripple through, causing more bubbles and then erupting through its flesh <clears throat> or its gelatinous flesh on the other side and slightly above it. And it just reforms again. Uh, what you can tell, you did full f damage. And then just pulling, like, as I'm pulling out, I'm already rushing forward to try mm -hmm. and get to other two. Yeah, you blink out. And then where your fist was, it seals. All right, so then I have to go after the other two bone dudes. Mm -hmm. So next one is sixty up uh, the uh, twenty-four again for the for the next bone guy for the next tall man. Hits. All right, so one less on that one. I hate you too, Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> I have to ask you why. Like I think we talked about this in the past, but I forgot. Wing it. Yeah. <laughs> it was not intentional. I know. <laughs> That's why I hate you all. <laughs> Except for Jamie, actually. Eight, twelve. Well, Jamie's oh, technically the me. tallest of the tall men. I hate you. Super tall. So twelve, twelve, twelve bludgeoning with another eleven of lightning damage. So that's twenty-three. Yes. <clears throat> this one strikes it but it doesn't quite erupt into the same viscera as the other ones. Do quite a bit of damage, and it's well aware of your presence, but you have... Oh, yeah. That's an elbow. The elbow strike flies and just cracks it across the place as I go over towards the last... And as, you do, and as you do, you see its entire bottom jaw flies off. 
<laughs> and now you just see this lapping serpentine like tongue that's like each end waving like indiscriminately in any type of direction. Wait, hang on a second. Did I get advantage on that? Because this the Oh the, you do you yeah, do. So if you get a natty twenty, he's dead. <laughs> so um DM Natty Twenty. Uh, he's dead. Uh, retcon all that. He, red mist. You smell like shit still, though. <laughs> right, so for the last guy, I'm gonna just beeline towards this dude again. Nineteen plus a twenty-seven. That hits. Yes. Yeah. And that's. Wait, hold on. Oh wait, that's no. Wait, this is the fifth. Oh, you get the fifth. This is an auto crit. This is an auto crit. So it doesn't matter. Oh, so yeah, this is the fifth. Actually, hit. you know what? I'll, this is a one-time thing only. I'll let you double crit technically on this hit if you roll a natty twenty. All right, let's see. Uh... And you get two chances to do it technically because you have advantage. Okay. Seventeen. Nope, I didn't get the. Uh, didn't get the... You still get the so, crit though, so. So no, du- no double crit, ladies and gentlemen. But now that I know that's a possibility. Uh, for this one me. instance, I wanted to see if it would happen because if it did, that would have been like one of the like the biggest, coolest moments on this podcast right now. Damn it. <laughs> damn it. Damn it. All right. So. So what's the base um, damage of everything without base damage is, rolling? So the way we do it with – it's been a long time to roll the crit on something. Uh, is it max damage and then roll additional damage die? Correct. Yeah. All right. So it's going to be – what is it going to be 1d6? That's a 10. That's 10 points of bludgeoning plus 16 points of lightning damage. That's twenty. That's uh, twenty six total. He's dead. Okay, so he <laughs> before I even roll. Before you even roll, he again. These guys don't have a lot of health, and they're easy to hit. But if you gave them the opportunity to attack you, it would have been bad. Um, <clears throat> pops again, and just this viscera, and it just smells awful. Um, just for flavor, I need you to give me a Constitution saving throw. That's a twelve plus four sixteen. You feel bile rise up. But you're like, mm. you oh. keep it down like a champ. Gross. And, <laughs> and since that was the attack action, I still have my bonus action. Mm-hmm. Wait. So I guess, yeah, can I? You know what? You know what I'll do instead? Yeah, bonus action. I'll go, I'll, I'll attack that slug again. But oh, okay. this time, uh, da-da-da. What do my abilities allow me to do? Uh, does this, what does affect it? The way it is. Open hand. Sorry. We have to see it. Nope. Nope. Bruce Leroy. I got to catch both of my teeth once in this campaign. Got it. All right. (laughs) I'm going to, so first bonus attack. That's going to be, uh oh, that may not hit. Five plus eight is 13. 13. I, nope, that doesn't hit. That does not wait. hit. Oh. Wait. Hang on a second. Is there something I can do to, to uh, affect that? Yes, because I have focused aim. Wait, so wait, so DM, because yes. I have a 13, is it possible if I if, if I get an additional 6 points, would I be able to hit with a uh, 19? What is... Oh, wait. Uh, so wait, what does focused aim do exactly? Yeah, when you miss with an attack roll, you can spend one to three key points to increase your attack roll by two for each of these key points you spend, potentially turning the miss into a hit. Unfortunately, you're just a point shy. Damn. So. So I wouldn't be able. To, so it wouldn't make sense to win. No. Still. You said nineteen, right? Yeah. 
Okay, yeah, so, your point. I would match it at 19. So, yeah. so that one's gonna miss. And then the second, so the second of the bonus act of the bonus actions. I'm sorry, the second of the bonus is nope. That's even worse. That's a seven on the die, so that's not gonna do it. Wait, seven. Wait, 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 wait. Seven, eight, fifteen. If I burn three of those, I get six more to bring me to twenty-one. Yeah, twenty. Twenty is the hit. So if you can raise it to twenty, you're you're set. All right. So I'll spend three key points to raise my to raise that up to a twenty-one. You hit. All right. So it is. Well, we're back. We're back. Square one. That's five. Monks. That's nine. Nine points of the of the bludgeoning with an additional six. Eight. So. Nine plus eight lightning damage. What was the total? You cut out there for a second. Sorry. Eight lightning damage, nine bludgeoning, so that'd be 20. 17 total. Oh, 17? Okay. Uh, it all, like before, it all, it, all t- it all affects it. Nice. And then that'll be it for me. Okay. This creature, before combat even begins, uh, roll for initiative, by the way. Um, uh, question for you, Shaper. Yes, sir. Do I make that with some saying now or during my actual turn? During your actual turn. Okay. Yeah. Uh, natural 20 or then Okay. Uh, 24. Uh, let me get a pen so I can keep track of initiative. Yeah. Oh, that die went on a journey. I'm glad it did. So, Mirthal, you got a natty 20. So, if someone doesn't match your natty 20, you go first, technically. Okay. And the creature got a 9. (laughs) Don't sound so excited. It's it's slow as fuck. (laughs) Do you know how terrifying it would be if that thing was faster than all of us? Yeah. (laughs) If it gets a turn, it's terrifying. Think about it. It's reaction-induced a hallucinogen on Mirthal. (laughs) Mm Shit. That's what I forgot to do. Damn it! Oh. <laughs> 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 All right. So what did um? So uh, what did you get, Darnum? Uh, dirty twenty. Okay. Uh, what about you, JB? I so I'm reading one of my um class features and mm-hmm. feral instinct. It says I have advantage on initiative rolls. Yeah, with a range. And then Wait. it says, then it says, um, also, if you're surprised at the beginning of combat, but not incapacitated, you can act normally on your first turn if you enter rage before doing anything else. Well, you're not surprised, so. It, it, no, I know, but that, yeah. but that, that was that's also. So the first sentence says you have advantage on initiative rolls. But isn't that it. when you're raging? No. It just says also if you're surprised. So he gets the advantage, Mirthal, uh, Ernie? Yeah, normally okay. he would get the advantage, and, and if he's essentially asking his range right at the start. On okay. The okay. Yeah. So go ahead, give me a roll. Because I'm just reading how it just basically says, like that's how I'm kind of uh, going based off just what it says. Yeah, I have a few more variants that had that. It's only fun when they uh, go too fast. Uh, are we doing plus anything? Okay, I had 18. 18, so it's going to be Mirathol, then it's going to be Darnum. 
And then it's going to be Valak, and then finally the creature. All right. Go ahead, Mirthal. Uh, it's the same at the beginning or at the end of the turn? Uh, beginning. Beginning? Or yeah, if it was at the end, it would be kind of broken if it was save. a wildwood fight. Uh, that's going to be a 23. You break it. Yay! And as I finally see the creature, Mirthal's face of anger is still there. You're paying for making me relive that. Oh, by the way, um, as initiative did occur, uh, you see in no discerning pattern a plethora of eye stalks just all sprout from this creature's body. Rather, it's the where the head would be. And they just all sort of lazily look around. Some of them are looking at you folks, while others are just looking around the entire circumference of the area. Oh boy. I slam my blade into the ground, essentially uh, cast my headblade curse. Okay. That's some owner's action. And then I take a swing at the motherfucker. Go ahead. And that is going to be a 26 to hit. That does it. And I'm adding an Elder Smite on there. So let me mark that off. So Acid and Slashing. And Thunder. Mm -hmm. No, no. Uh, slashing. Remember, Slashing and Acid don't acid. work on the creature. I know. I already marked it off, okay. so I knew what I, uh, I have to roll. So that's 5 and 8. And the force, 16. I'm going to give you the total number, okay? Mm-hmm. Just the same time. Uh, and then two more of these. All right. And plus five from the damage and plus four from the half players. All right, that's not right. And then 45, 51, 50, 51, 50, 50. That's 54 points in damage in total. Okay. Between the head flame curve and everything else. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, is no slow still up? Yeah, it's still standing. I take my second swing at it. Go ahead. Oh, I forgot. No, 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 I didn't. Okay. And second swing. This is going to be a 24 hit. It hits. And I am going to spend my last spell slot and do our Elder Smite. And here we go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and then one, two, three, four, five, six, four. Okay, that's 60, 64, 69 points in damage. Uh, so, as you swing this blade, and despite the slashing and the acid not doing anything, you manage to render this creature in two. It begins to shake violently, and as it does so, you see where you had cut it in half? A series mm -hmm. of eye stalks and a very toothy maw appear from that end. As, uh... Marathon anger rows, the mileage of the blade starts to grow as well. Okay. On the main the realm slayer, and that's the end of my turn. Okay, uh, that would be Darnum's next. So I have to roll a init second initiative after this. Okay, so it still goes after everyone. Okay. Um. So now oh, there is me. now there are two 50-foot slugs. 
Oh, oh split in half? So oh, there, it, it split in half. Yeah, no, you killed its first form, by the way. This is the second oh. phase of the fight. So how are, they separ- how are these two separated, by the way? Uh, they were cut, um, like, almost right down the middle with Mirthal's attack, with the concussive force of both his Booming Blade and his Eldritch Smite. And it basically spawned basically a smaller version of what you had seen earlier. Ooh. All right. Looks like looks like I get the chain again. Check this out. First things first. I'm gonna go put a one on the left of my first my first unarmed strike. So I'm gonna say OG slug and then new slug. Which one are you attacking? So I'm gonna go with OG slug. Okay. This is important. So that's good. All right. So that's gonna be. Da, da, da. 16 plus 8, 24. Alright, now DM, mm-hmm. can I can I start the chain with these two with these two creatures here? But what I would have to so but would I keep the charges if I complete the chain or it just it, it just chains ends prematurely if it's only less than five creatures? Uh so the chain ends prematurely if there's less than five creatures, but you do keep the dynamo charges. Okay, so I can start the chain at least. That's yes. That's why. That's why. That's what I'm concerned. So you that's would basically. Damn. So your gauntlet holds up to, if I'm not mistaken, five dynamo charges. If I'm not mistaken. Yes. So, you technically should have a full set of dynamo charges right now. Yeah, but I used it already on that first, on the first auto crit from the surprise round. Oh, okay. I, I didn't pay attention to that. All right. So yeah. So this would basically store two dynamo charges in your gauntlet, or not gauntlet, but okay. your assess, your I, fist weapon. So if I if I manage to hit with these first with these two attacks mm-hmm. here, so my first, so that's going to be da, 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 4, 8, 10, 11, 14, 14. The bludgeoning with an additional 14 lightning. So that's 28 damage total to OG. Okay. So you said 28? Yes. Okay. Then the second Then the second one, I mean, well, well the new guy is going to get a, uh, uh-oh. 14 plus 8, 22? Oh, yeah, it hits. 22 okay. hits. Uh, remember, 20 is still the AC. Okay. So that's going to be... That's 6, 11, 15, 16 bludgeoning with an additional 7 lightning. So 23 total for the new one. So hold on, let me mark that down. You said 23 total? Yes. All right, uh, I need you to give me a dexterity saving throw. Ooh, uh-oh. It uses its reaction. Uh, all right, I'm good. 19 plus 8, 27. Oh, yeah, you're fine. So, like before, you see these barbarous, these calcified barbarous uh, spikes just judge, uh, oh, wow, thrust out of the creature's body. You manage to dodge them swiftly, being used to what it did before, learning from the mistakes of the past, and they go back in. All right. So in that case, I'm going to use my bonus action to do an extra to do an extra to do the extra unarmed strike without using the um, without using my key points for a flurry of blows. So just another extra attack. No, wait, no, wait. Yeah, no. Okay. So yeah, the chain's broken, but I have two shards now. Next one, just a bonus attack. Back to the OG. I'm going to do this on the OG. Okay. That's a 15 plus 23. Yep, you hit. So that's going to be... Five. Okay, so nine points of... Nine points of bludgeoning plus an additional 13 points of lightning. So that's 20... 
22 points total for the OG. Okay. And then I'm going to action surge to give myself another attack action. Okay. And then resume to go back to the new to the to the to the new guy again. Okay, go ahead. Alright, that's gonna be sixteen. So yeah, that, that one had sixteen on the die, so that's more than enough for me. That's gonna be four, eight, bludgeoning, plus seven, lightning, eight, seven. Uh thirteen points. Oh, okay. And then my last attack back on the OG again mm-hmm. is a 12 plus, eight, so yeah, tw- uh, 20 total. And that's going to be oh. okay. So it's going to be nine points of bludgeoning plus extra two lightning, so 11 total. Okay. The OG, the OG right. is uh, looking a little rough. It's gelatinous form is finding difficulty maintaining itself. Um, Valak, it is your turn. Okay. Valak has already his Devastator sawn out, so he's going to look to attack the other, the new one. Okay, go ahead. He's going to hit him with Devastator. 11 plus... Wait a second. Oh, plus 10, so 21. It hits. Okay. So and it's and it's bludgeoning damage, by the way. Mm-hmm. So it's two d six plus five, five plus six. That's eleven. Plus five is sixteen, and then I have to roll two d six for the fire damage. Just regular two d six. Two. Plus two again. Okay, 25. Okay, you notice as the fire hits it, the fire, as it touches it, hardens where it touches the creature, creating a thick carapace over where you struck it. Okay. I'm going to, obviously with the extra attack, uh, hit it again. Okay. It's a, a 20. It doesn't hit. Oh, okay. The Valg's attacks missed. Um, for the for the bo- for the bonus, do I, do I have any bonus? <laughs> we'll take one under. Bless you. Under actions, it'll say, uh, like, you click on bonus action. It'll tell you everything you can do. Okay. So, for the bonus action, he'll enter rage. Okay. Yeah, you already... Oh, okay. Oh, so then I can... Two weapon fighting? You gain... That's if you're wielding two weapons. You you can't carry two maul. You can't carry a maul and a great sword, so... Yet. So. Oh, so then I yeah forgot the paralysis. I'm in rage. So technically, I don't know if this if I could do this for the first attack. Technically, I have an ability, the Infectious Fury. What does that do? It says when I hit a creature with your natural weapon or your raging, the target must succeed on a Wisdom saving throw, the sixteen, 
or suffer when the following effects of your choice. And it says, the first one is the target must use its reaction to make a melee attack against another creature of your choice that you can see. Or the target takes 2d12 psychic damage. So it would not, since it already expended its reaction, if it fails, yeah. it, it, it would have to I take could choose. Damage. I can choose one of the things to do. It, but I'm saying it expended its oh. reaction already, oh, so you okay. can't make it spend a reaction it doesn't have anymore. Because remember, when Darnum attacked it, the new one, yeah. it shot out the barbs like before. Okay. So then th does he have to roll for the wisdom saving? Yes, uh, he rolled a 24. Okay. Uh, plus 19 plus 5. Okay. I guess on, I guess nothing happens then. Okay. He rolled a 24. Um, now right? it's, yeah, that, he rolled a 24. Is, do you okay. have anything else or is that uh, a bonus action? That was that was just for the um I was just kind of remembering from like the first attack so the second attack missed mm -hmm. and the bonus action I can't technically do anything so I'm not having two weapons. Okay, so that's it for your turn. Yes. Okay, now comes the new <clears throat> side cam. Uh, after being struck by you and seeing that Darnum is in front of it, I need both you folks to make dexterity saving throws as it riles back and as it stands up, it actually oh, oozes on the top of the cavern. This cavern is tall. It has at least a 100 foot clearance. Mm -hmm. So it was able to elongate itself from its 50 foot to a 100 foot temporarily for now. But it is elongating itself and it... You guys need to make a dexterity saving throw. Is it all of us? Uh, you and Darnum right now. Oh, okay. Wait, no, actually, are you guys all next to each other still? And technically, me and Mirthal are right next to. Oh, it. wait. Sorry, I mean, then. I, so we're all together then. Wait, How far you... away was the new one that you went to attack? It's right next. Right? It's, it's right next. And yeah, we're all right next. Oh, oh sorry, Mirthal, you have to make a deck save too. My bad. Damn it. Okay. <laughs> uh, that's a twelve for me. Oh, sorry. The the score to beat is eighteen. Yeah, I fail. I'm good. Twenty-one. Okay. And what about you, Valak? Rolling. Rolling. Oh, I have um advantage on it too. Let's see. Oh God, please do something. Ooh, natural twenty. Okay. Yes. I don't think I need to roll again. No, you don't need to roll again. Okay. Okay. So anyone who succeeded takes half damage. Uh oh. Well, what's this? Is this you said dexterity, right? Dexterity, correct. Okay, so I have evasion. So. Oh, okay. So. I take nothing. Good for you. Uh. What's the damage? I'll let you know. Oh, okay. I don't know if you like it. I'm rolling it right now. I was waiting to see what oh, everyone's okay. reaction was first. Oh, okay. I was like, I didn't know. Uh, it's 34. Yo, chill, Mike. Damn. 45. No. 47. Jesus. 52 <laughs> points of acid damage. Oh, at, that's the worst thing. And it reels it right on you. So. Wait, was that half? That was half. No, that's full. Half for you, James. You oh. take what twenty six, right? Yeah. 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 So no, right. I take Miracle basically you knows some pit and all seems to know which is right. More seen team. <laughs> no one. Oh, takes on the damage. And then you see, <laughs> and you see it reverts back to its fifty foot size. Um, 
and it is going to let me see what it looks like to right now. What did I make it do? Okay. You see that who's the closest to, are you guys all like in a line still or I just zoom we're all right next to it. Okay. Um I'm, so I'm, it's I'm not gonna do that because it doesn't realize this. It's just gonna take a I'm gonna roll a D four. Uh, one is Darnum. No, one is Mirthal. Two is Darnum. Three is Valak. Four is reroll. It rolled a four. Four again. Damn. One. So Mirthal, it's going to take oh. a swing at you. Does a sixteen hit? Uh, uh is uh sixteen? Yeah, sixteen. No, that misses. Okay. You see, it takes this strange f form and jabs at you, but you quickly sidestep it, and it misses you. But you feel the force, and if it had hit you, it probably that would have been a bad thing. All right, so that's the end of its turn. Um, the other one is going to do the same thing. I need you all to make dexterity saving throws. Damn it. <laughs> all right. Let's see. Oh, oh, thank God right. I had an advantage. I had That's a five. 21. That's uh, dirty 20 for me. Okay, dirty 20. Uh, how about you, Darnum? Oh, 21. How about you, Valak? What's the, what's the, what's the, uh, 18. What's... Oh, geez. 14. Yeah, you failed. So, <laughs> uh, can you use evasion more than once, Darnum, or is it just. Yes. When you are subject. Yeah, when you okay. when you essentially do effective just say yeah, I just take I just take Okay, six. so Tarnum's fine. Mirthal and Valak take well Mirthal takes half, Valak takes full. Yeah, I wait, aren't wait, aren't you raging, Valak? Is it does it protect him from acid? Does or it get mare on you get mare at home? Damn. I tried. I don't yeah, I don't see anything where it says that uh hold on, it says I have advantage on strength checks and saving those not attacks. But what I was like, for, I was trying to think maybe he have a resistance to. Yeah, I'm telling you, get Yeah, and I don't think he can turn into a werewolf, but I don't think he has the marriage. Wow, fifty-two yeah. points of damage again. Holy shit. Okay, so half and that would mean what? Twenty-six. You take twenty-six. Okay, and then... I am down. Oh, Valak. <laughs> Valak, you take fifty-two. Oh, oh nah, nah, nah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm using stone endurance. <laughs> We're gonna chill, Mike. My reaction I reduce the damage by 1d12 per th plus three. Plus okay, three. so go oh, ahead. Five. So roll your d12. Asking you, Mike, question for me. Yes. Now I ask you, matter when the first form was destroyed, right? Then it technically died. It did not die. Okay. It's it's an ability it has where it, it goes through mitosis and it no splits. How much? Yeah, I had a I had fifty-two. Now I'm in more health and women alive. Technically, the OG technically years. still had uh, Hexblade's curse on it. Technically, yeah. yeah, it still has it on there. I think, but I just remember all the contents. Oh no, incapacity. So no one longer has it on it. Valak, I took forty-six damage. Are you still alive? Oh, I'm I'm in rough shape. Oh, okay. So you guys know. <laughs> <laughs> and as it's part of its last turn, you see the somewhat the the OG one, which is having a very difficult time keeping itself together, merges back with its the other one, and whatever semblance of the old one was there is gone, and the new one has taken over. Hmm. I see. 
Okay, so half of 15. By the way, the old one had only had 15 hit points left. Um, Demon. So, Alright, rounding down. Okay, cool. Uh, that's it for the creature. Mirthal, uh... Yeah, saving throw. That's save, sir. Yeah. Alright. Yeah, you better kill it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's all one, so I have two fails. Oh, oh no. Wait, what do you mean? That... Wait, are you dying? He's unconscious. Yeah, yeah he's I'm out. Unconscious. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah I wrote that once, and that means you get two death saves. If I get hit or I fail on the same, that's it. Marathon's dead. <laughs> I th I'm not sure. Maybe after this arc, I'll introduce maybe the death mechanic for um, the, get the game. It, it might be it's soon. Like, we'll see. What's <laughs> <laughs> the problem until now? Um, um, it's now in the next person's turn. I'm it's Darner. Darner. <laughs> well, seeing that that Mirthal is down, I'll just look over to Valak. I'll say, I'll say, cover me. And I'm going to just whip out the, one of the potions of greater healing that I have. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to just force feed it to, to Mirthal. Okay. That could be a free action. Oh, okay. sweet. Yeah. Free action. I'll let that be a free action. I'll just take this smash over his head. Heal! No. <laughs> you just like, so, you shove the whole bottle down his gullet. <laughs> get in there! Giggity. That sounded very well rehearsed, um, Ernie. Uh, you want to say something? Uh, I don't know. I'll down here, So go ahead, roll for the healing, Darnum. All right, so he's going to get... <laughs> He's going to get 4, 8, 12, uh, 15, 19 points, of, 19 points healed. Nice. As Marathol wakes up here and say, oh, not the Feather Duster again. I'm just going to... What happens when Marathol wakes up? What do you do? Like once yeah. he's once he's he opens his eye, grabs his weapon, lifts around. That's all he already did. Okay, uh, Darnum, what would you like to do with the rest of your turn? Well, sir? Since you since you said it's going to be a free action yeah. to give just the, the feed enough potion, mm -hmm. I get to, now there's only one thing left to, to, to pound on. Uh, oh, well, back to it. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, start, Roland. Start throwing, start throwing my fist. Wait, how many turns? Wait, oh, that's right. I've to. Okay, so I only have two. Damn it! I didn't reduce the damage in the last turn, so I could. You know, that was gonna be me trying to game the system. That's my fault. That's why I get. So I have two charges. So here we go. First one. Seventeen plus eight. Okay, that's one of them. Seventeen plus eight is twenty-five. You hit. All right. So I want to make sure that's gonna be this. And there's only one creature, so I can't start to change. No, it's yeah, one. it's only one. It's it's gradually smaller. Than the singular one that you fought before, even though it merged. It's about, so about half the size. Take. A little more. Six, ten points of bludgeoning, plus an additional eight points of lightning, so it's 18 points total. Okay. Next attack. Oh, that misses. That's, a, that's eight. So that misses. Wait, what, second one. what was it? What's the total, though? Uh, no, eight is a total. Oh, eight is a total. Oh, yeah, that misses. And then I'll burn another key point to do a flurry of blows. Okay. So the first attack, 16 plus, so I hit 16 24. It's going to be another uh, seven bludgeoning plus 13 uh, lightning, so 20 total. Ooh. 
Is it still alive? It's still alive, but you like before, you see it's having a difficulty keeping its uh, form together. So, But in that case, what I'm going to do, I, I'm going to force this thing to make a... To make a... What is it? A strength saving throw. Oh, that's the... Okay. What's the number it's trying to be? It rolled a 19. It'd be, damn it! It's yeah. a 16. I, was uh, trying, I, 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 I wanted to say that. the number before you said it, so so 19. It was 12 plus 7. Shit, 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 shit. Yeah. Well, uh, then, then the second flurry attack from Flurry Blows, that misses. That's a 2 on the die, so that misses. Mm. So that's, uh, that's fine. That, 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 that's Darnum's turn as he continues to, to wail on this thing. Valak? <laughs> I've had it. Um, Valak is looking pretty rough, but he's not I, going down. I ain't hear no bell. Yeah. <laughs> you want the fight? I'll fight the fight. Valak is going to look at it. It's kind of rough, but he's also pretty angry. He's more angry now. He's going to attack it with Devastator of Son. Go ahead. Give me an attack roll. <clears throat> okay. 22. Yes. That hits. That just hits. That's that's crazy. Um, and this time we're not doing fire. Okay. We're doing, we're doing earth damage. Okay. Plus the bludgeoning. Yes. Okay. Also, because I just realized I had this, so I'm looking through my notes. Because <laughs> I. Well, can't... yeah, fire usually works. So why why mess up a good thing? <laughs> Don't try earth. It does okay. kind of a little more damage. I have to roll two. Uh, first first the regular damage two d six plus five. Two plus four. That's uh, six. So eleven, and then so I'm so roll... so. Hold on, I guess I have you. Uh, oh. so how's this gonna go down? Wait, what? Yay! You you killed <laughs> it. You you hit it. Eleven was, oh, was what okay. was left. I was like, damn, you always gonna attack me? <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I could be a dick and say, upon hitting it, it expends its reaction as a death. Action as like a some sort of reaction, but I'm not gonna do that. So, <laughs> um, so Valak is he's gonna chime into the powers of the Devastator of Song for the Earth damage, and uh, smack the smack this creature with the Earth damage, and you kind of just see like the ground around <clears throat> a, like erupt, and then like the, like kind of like rocks or mud or ground for, form up and stuff like that. And as that occurs, the force that strikes this creature. The creature begins to tremor uncontrollably as if it's having a fit and then ceases. And then it just slowly, from the bottom and top, meeting at the center, calcifies and hardens. And there's a brief pause before crack and the parts just tumble to the ground. Combat is over. Yay, I, uh... (laughs) Pop with the impulsions. And with that... (laughs) That's where we'll end tonight's episode. Nice. Woo! Okay. Okay. Woo. Um, I'll explain some things to you guys, so you know it's not me pulling bullshit out. Uh, yeah, I tried to give you. I tried to give you hints too throughout the uh, the entire thing. Too. Try to get us hints. Try to kill me. I get it. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, it only got to attack tw once, tw twice, technically, but um. That's more yeah, than that. That's, that's, <laughs> that's way more than uh, And you guys aren't even done with the the cave yet, technically speaking. Um, I know we still yeah, got more. <laughs> you still technically have the other chambers that may or may not respond differently now, but. And we also got to see underneath the creature. Yep, it's about three feet down. So, <clears throat> dig, dig, dig. Uh, so I hope you enjoyed tonight's episode. And if you did, be sure to follow us at Neonites Productions on Instagram and Twitter, as well as uh, please leave a like and review on your podcast platform of your choice. Uh, I was joined today by Champion Mirthal, played by Ernie. Everybody have a good night. Take care. Champion Darnum, played by Vash. Uh, sleep tight and take a shower like Darm's going to have to. <laughs> <laughs> and we also joined by Champion Valak, played by the one, the only, Supreme, Primordial, Breaker, Mega, Master, Big Daddy, Belle Delphine, Legion of Simps, also known as JV. Yo, Yo good night, babies. <laughs> <laughs> and until next time, keep those dice rolling.